Welcome back, everybody. Episode 24 of The Owl Nest. Things are slowly, well, quickly coming to a close. The final countdown is approaching. I say with the last few weeks of games, slow is kind of slow is the word I would kind of the too. word I would use as well. This week was another one. I mean, even though NA still has a whole nother week, I mean, seeding is all but determined. And even this week in APAC, things were pretty much determined. It was like a whole lot of eh. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just the drag of the season's almost over. It's been, you know, six well, months. there's that. And then there's also the fact that now on top of, like, watching Overwatch League, we can play. Now we can play Overwatch the same too. game. And so it's like ev every time I watch Overwatch League and it's not a good game. It's I just like, open Overwatch 2. <laughs> I could have played Overwatch 2 instead. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Let's actually start with Overwatch 2. So it's been a week. It's been out a week. Oh, yeah. Last time we talk, talked about it, we had a t grand total of, like, what, two, three hours of gameplay? Maybe, yeah, if you were lucky like to get in. But now I had, like, three. Now a week, had, like, now a week later, how, how are we feeling a week, oh, seven days after, seven days of playing it? How are we feeling? I think it's uh, my new favorite game. It is really freaking good. I think people have valid complaints about it, mm -hmm. but... Uh, but I'm sick of all the negativity. I think gameplay wise, like I I feel like you know there are players that play because they're really into the the like the visual aspects of Overwatch because it does have mm -hmm. a unique visual design. I'm not one of those players. <laughs> I I I love the gameplay, you know, and and that's why I play. I play, and and there's nothing wrong with the you know the other group of people, and I think. The fact that they have concerns that like they're valid concerns. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, like from a gameplay standpoint, I I love the feel of Overwatch too. I love the feel of of one tank. I I think it makes every role feel better. I think support is the one that's harder, but I think the support um, passive is it, uh, it's so really helpful. That. Um, but you know I I've been playing a lot this last week and mm -hmm. i you know every single tank player outside of like doomfist i'm really enjoying playing feels pretty strong in certain situations uh and and it just it feels really good i i i love this game i agree with you on all points i i have been playing a lot of support but that's just because i love playing anna and honestly it's like before i know that you have strong opinions against open queue i don't mind it too much but maybe that's just because i am fine just playing support and now having that support passive makes solo healing as like ana feel so much better because in the past it was like if you were solo healing as ana yeah good luck if you get hit you're just gonna die but now you just kind of duck around a corner and you're all good i've it just feel i feel like i've been able to hit i've been able to aim better than i did in overwatch one which is weird because a lot a lot of people are saying the opposite about overwatch 2 that it feels floaty or that the hit detection is off but i'm like nah dude i'm like cracked out of my mind sometimes so yeah i'm and i i feel like the way i played tank in overwatch 1 it actually fits better with overwatch 2 yeah the aggressive playstyle i feel the same the way the aggressive playstyle and then also not relying on healer like not relying on your supports to heal you um because mm. i've always been one that like lives around health packs like like 
I, I position based off of health packs a lot of the time and stuff. Huh. And, you know, like... I it, I felt like I have to rely a little more on my healers because I don't have another tank to take damage. But at the well, same time, the I've been able to... Because I've, al I've always been used to playing aggressive, I play around map geometry very well when playing, especially Reinhardt. So mm -hmm. it's like, instead of having another tank, I just use a wall. Yeah. And I've especially I had a lot of fun playing Orisa. Probably most out of any of the heroes other than Ana, Orisa has been a blast to play. Yeah, she's been pretty dang awesome. Diva's one that I've been playing a ton of. Um, and Diva's where the health packs really come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you have the, the mobility to get to those. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've loved D.Va. I've really enjoyed Reinhardt. Orisa is, is like, really cool. I love Orisa. Um, and the last couple days, I've been playing a lot of Sigma. And Sigma coming into Overwatch, too, like, I was a little worried that he wouldn't be all that good because they didn't change anything about him yeah no he had no and changes. i thought he really relied on having a second tank because he you know he he's not one that like he's not very good close up and mm -hmm. a lot of the other tanks are and so i was worried he would just get ran over which can happen but he's he's actually really dang strong i think i'm i think all of the tanks for the most part outside of like ball are relevant in some capacity ball just is if you're playing and ball, <laughs> I I think ball. If you know how to play ball, he's like. There's no reason why he can't work. Yeah, if you know how to play him, but the problem is, is not enough people know how to play him well enough yeah. to because now um, that you, now that you're the only tank, if you're off doing your own thing, your team's done. That being said, Doomfist, Doomfist for me, like I, I disagree about Ball. I think Doomfist is kind of the the one that stands out for me because like every time I see Doomfist on an enemy team, I I like celebrate because that's free free win for me because Doomfist, no one plays Doomfist well. I like I know fair. Doomfist can be played well. Like I've seen Dante do it <laughs> occasionally. Dante and Hawk are the role models of Doomfist <laughs> yeah, play. But but like in in my you know comp games and stuff, I just I haven't seen really any good Doomfists. That's and fair. I think part of it is like he's pretty easily countered by like single characters by Orisa. Yeah, I mean you go Orisa into him if you have an Ana on your team. It hard to play yeah, lucio and, yeah you just kind of keep yeah away. so it's like there are a lot of things that like do really well against him mm -hmm. and for him to do well he needs like team coordination so it's like it's a lot to pull him off and it's really easy to counter him by a lot of different things i feel this like the same way a little bit about hog because if you're playing hog and the other team has an ana you you're you're done yeah because you I don't mean, have it, another tank to peel for you you're in comp right now but I feel like once it uh, once Kiriko gets in, he'll be a little more. Yeah, the Kiriko could play realistic. by the hog side. And and plus, I feel like if you if the enemy team doesn't have an Ana, then you you're feasting in low elo games. You can you you're can feasting. Just yeah, it's a lot of the wrong. Even though Overwatch Two was made to be a little less rock paper scissors, I feel like it's still there, but in a good way. It's like it's yeah. very clear, like, okay, you don't have to swap, but it makes it a little easier. Like if the other team is running Zarya, it's probably not ideal to just run Orisa. You can, yeah. well, but it's that's something I've noticed with the tank 
the tanks like, have a very games clear that I've been playing a lot is it's it, it gets kind of rock paper scissory um which is one concern i have with character locks and stuff like it you know that's something i was thinking about the other day because i i noticed like there have been a lot of games where it's like i start out one character the other you know tank starts out as another character and then one of us swaps and then the other one swaps to counter that one and we end up doing this whole thing until we both land on like Arisa. We both land on Arisa, or we both land on Sigma, or we both land, and, and it ends up becoming a mirror. And so I, I just, that's one concern I have. I but feel like I in the tank role, it's okay, be because in the tank role, it's a direct one to one. You have full control over yeah. countering the other tank. Whereas before, it's like you had to rely on your other tank to also potentially swamp. So I feel like in the tank role, having this rock, paper, scissors between the two of you isn't the end of the world because. You have full control over what the tank line does, and I feel like that helps. Yeah. The other well, thing, well, and plus, usually it's like, it's not like, like I can't remember who it was that said it, but someone said there aren't hard counters, but there are soft counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of true. Like, like it's like there aren't matchups that I'm like, oh yeah, this is over. You know if i stay on this character i'm definitely going to lose it's just if i stay on this character i have to it's harder to win yeah and it's adjusting play style and stuff and i think if you know the matchups you'll be fine running any tank into any mm. other tank usually yeah and then the last thing that is uh, become a pretty large topic is the uh, the competitive ranking uh they didn't say what they did to it but clearly something was done to MMR and how that is portrayed in-game, it appears like they just kind of compressed a lot of ranks and shifted everybody down a little bit, unless you're, like, at the top yeah. top. Because it seems like what appears to be happening is if you were a plat player, you're now a gold player, gold, you're now silver, that kind of thing. Well, I've seen a lot of plat players end up ranking down to, uh, to even bronze. I've seen a lot of bronzes, which has been crazy. Yeah. Have you finished any of your placements? I did. So I was in... And, and my placements basically line up with that because I was mid to high plat on support. I placed mid-low, you know, mid-low gold. And then I was mid-low on mid-low gold DPS and mid-low silver. So it's like my placements line up with what my guess is to what they did to it. Uh, and then I had buddies who were in diamond or now in plat. So it seems like they just kind of shifted everyone down by about 1,000 SR or so. Yeah, and, and I think, 000. honestly, it's like, I feel like it's a good thing, because, um, like, I think some communication probably would have helped, but, every, I mean, everyone wanted, I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people wanted, like, a They wanted a, a reset. reset, and I think this kind of gives that a little bit, and I think pushing everyone down a little bit, um, it gives people a chance to climb, Yeah, which feels good, so I think... You know, like the idea of of all of the changes they've made to comp so far have been to you know help make it feel less miserable. And I think one of the things that a lot of people struggled with is on a new account when you ranked for the first time, almost everyone I talked to, like you, almost always end up like low gold, low gold, high silver, right? Um, you know, unless you do really well. But like for first time, like brand new players, usually yeah. it's like. But then a lot of players, as they actually play more, 
they, you know, aren't gold players and they get pushed down to bronze. And then it's miserable because they feel like I was gold. Now I'm bronze. I must be going downhill. And so rather than feeling like you're progressing forward, you feel like you're progressing down. And that's not. A good so feeling. by and just so starting down, starting it removes that problem. Down, it removes that problem and it allows them a chance to, to, to climb you know, up instead. To grow up, to climb up, to, you know, not have that initial drop. Yeah, so it I does. Think overall, for new players, it's going to be really good. And I think for old players, it, it, you like, just got to get used to it. Climb. Like, I yeah. think it's cool climbing. I do know that a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but I have seen it circulate around the community that the rank up system is a bit wonky of like, even if you win the seven games, it still doesn't move you. I imagine Blizzard will do some tweaking over the next couple of weeks for the competitive system, whether it be changing how it's portrayed visually, changing what requirements for rank up. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, I've... I thought it was interesting because I was like, I was like high gold, mid high gold in tank at the end of of the last season, mm-hmm. um, and then in placing, because I, I mean, I don't play comp much. Yeah, but... you know. Overwatch 2, I was going to play a bunch of comp, and I did my tank placements, and I did my next. So after the first two sets of games, I was 14 and 5, and two of those five, I had DCs on my team, and a couple of the wins, I had DCs on my team too. Mm -hmm. And I initially got placed like uh like bronze three yeah (laughs) and then i went up to like silver one or two i mean silver three or four bronze three i haven't finished my tank placement it was that's and so i wonder if tanks a little more skewed down but but i i don't know i was when it first happened i didn't know that other people were all getting pushed down you were like no way i saw that and i was like seriously because i was seven and two I was seven and two, oh, I think. You were like, no and way, was, I'm a bronze player. No way. I was like, yeah, this is not fun. But then I saw and everyone else was doing it. And I was like, it's I okay. thought about it more. And I was like, this is a really good thing. Like, even though it sucks to feel like, hey, like, I'm not worse at this game than the other game. I, I feel like I'm playing better. I'm mm-hmm. winning games better. But that's funny. You know, it is what it is. Anyways, um, enough talk about Overwatch 2. This game will be out for the next foreseeable future so moving on so i'm gonna be realistic here truthfully there was only one match this week that was like exciting to watch for me yep and that was the battle for texas version what 14 something like that and once again the houston outlaws really wow okay uh all right outlaws that was not expect. I mean, I didn't even pred them. I don't think anybody. I mean, Mister X predded him, but I don't think Mister X genuinely predded the outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, I think you know, going into this, everyone knew like Fuel are number one right now. Like Fuel are number one right now, and then Outlaws come out and do what they did. It's like, I are are Fuel number one right well, now? Well, like, it's funny because Dante talks about this, and I think Hawk tweeted about it at the end of the weekend. This like Lucio Bap Zarya comp literally like materialized overnight. It like showed yeah. up on like Friday, and even Dante said like they changed their comp and warm ups because it used to be a double a bunch of double flex. You do like the Zen Ana with the the Zarya is what um, Fuel were doing a lot of, 
But then suddenly it's Lucio Bap and the Outlaws made the fuel look a little silly on the Zarya mirror. I mean, Dante basically outplayed Honden. Yeah, which was crazy because, I mean, we even, before this week, we had, uh, like last week's episode, we had a little debate about the... Um, the MVP nomination. About Well, no, about Dante playing Zarya. Oh, yeah, I said uh, I wanted to see it. He would. And I was like, it's not going to happen. And like I was convinced. I, I was like, surely they do it. And he did, and and he looked he looked pretty dang good on it. Like I mean, Dante, his he's just such a good an actual flex god. I, like yeah. the Outlaws played so like confidently in this match. Like it was yeah. pedal to the metal, catching just running over fuel, just yeah. endlessly. They made the fuel look like the Defiant mid. <laughs> Just like boring and like they were there, they played and they weren't like throwing, but they just yeah were no out and a large thing it's like Fuel opted into playing Sparkle Tracer and whereas yeah. the Outlaws decided no we're gonna play Pelican Genji and I feel like that had a big difference in how the pace went because it's like yeah. a Genji has a lot more burst damage than a Tracer does because well, and I think. The Genji ult is a bigger threat, largely, than the Tracer ult. Yeah, you don't pull out a sound bear. You don't bait out a sound bear with a pulse bomb. Yeah, and it's like, if you get a pick with a pulse bomb... Nice. Like, that's awesome. And and it, it can win fights, you know, before mm-hmm. they even start. But the Genji ult is so good at pulling out those support ultimates and stuff that it's like... Yeah, I yeah. the Allies just played so better. well, and the fact that they beat the fuel out of Zarya comp, um, I I was couldn't believe that they beat them again because now Fuel will have not beaten the Outlaws this season. Yeah, and, unless they play each other in playoffs, the Fuel, regardless of where they go, will have beaten everybody but the Outlaws this season. Which is yeah. crazy to think about, considering how the Fuel have been this season. I mean, they've only lost four games. Two of those were to Houston. Crazy. Whoa, you're like, what in the world is, is going on here? So, go Outlaws. Granted, yeah. I mean, what does this mean for the Outlaws? That means in this snapshot of time, arguably the best team in the world. However, this is the Outlaws we're talking about, so give them two weeks well, and they'll come back down to Earth. And the big thing is, is this week, there, like you mentioned before, there was kind of this like big shift in meta out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like this new comp popped up, Outlaws adapted. Dallas didn't necessarily. Dallas next week could show up playing, you know, better than the Outlaws did, and it wouldn't surprise me. So uh, I think Dallas don't have any matches left. Oh yeah, that's true. And but, so okay. like Dallas will never. This meta probably yeah, will never true. won't matter anymore because we'll go into a Kiriko yeah. patch. So it's like so, this meta may not even matter. We don't know yeah. what Kiriko is going to do, or what patch changes might come through for playoffs. But if it is something along these lines, then, you know, give Fuel some time and they'll figure it out. But I mean, I hope the Outlaws are able to keep up this performance, but they're the Outlaws. So I have, I got to temper my expectations because this team doesn't know how to maintain. I mean, for all we know, they'll come out next week and lose to the Mayhem. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to say about it. The one other game, and we didn't add this to, you know, our list of things we were going to talk about, but I just, you know, I wanted to bring up as an honorable mention as uh, pain. What the heck 
Eternal Titans. <laughs> like <laughs> Titans not as good as we once thought. Oh like, man. That was uh that was, was we went I went to that game Avast. I remember Avast being all like, now nah, this won't be a toilet bowl, and then it turned into a toilet bowl, and you're like, no, yeah. no, neither of these teams well, have anything the to play is, for. It's like Vancouver had climbed, you know, a lot and they were looking really impressive, and I thought maybe they'll just stomp over Paris and then like as the match well, went on. Well to it be was fair, like, in ti- in in Vancouver's defense, Massa wasn't with the team. He had to yeah, go back to Finland, and from what it sounded like, it sounded like Titans did a, most of their scrims and stuff with Masa. So suddenly, not being able to play Lucio comps because Masa was in a vast stream and was talking about that. So it sounded like Titans just weren't able to play what they had practiced. So I feel like that gives him a little bit of leeway because it's like yeah, I guess that makes a key sense. player because it's like he's the key shot caller for the team, and he's your Lucio player. And if you're playing these Zarya comps and you can't play Lucio, well, you're kind of screwed. So, yeah, that's true. And they're they're and the thing about Paris is like we give them a lot of crap and yeah, they're they're the worst team. But they do have moments of like okayness. Of competency. I won't say greatness, but they have they have moments of okayness. Good job, <laughs> Paris. You're sometimes okay. Good job. Sometimes you're okay. With all one of your wins, you're sometimes okay. So, yeah. NA was weird. APAC though continues to to the bitter end, even yeah, in the final on, week, even come in the on, final Cole. week, they decide to do some weird things. Now, granted, Seoul, I wouldn't be surprised if Seoul didn't really do any prep this week because they had the number one seed in APAC locked up. Yeah. But granted, that mean they, had they lost to Fusion as well, their like seeding internationally may have been at stake. I think they... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Things are weird. I mean, when well, we when it was we just rough. they lost to Spark three two, and then they go to five against Spark, a Carpe Fusion, <laughs> and then Spark got destroyed by Guangzhou. So it's like you watch well, the first match, and you're like, man, Spark are are cooking. They're killing it. And nope. then back to their old no. ways. The Spark are two and Spark. the Spark are two and twelve in their last fourteen matches. It's That's terrible. Quiet. But one of those two is is the old dynasty. The other one is an LA Valiant. <laughs> yeah. So uh, speaking of the job. Valiant, oh poor Valiant. They were so close. I mean, looking at the standings, they were literally once they lost the charge, I was like, oh, they're gonna get rolled by dragons. It's over. Yeah. And they weren't even as competitive. They weren't even as competitive against charges. I thought they would have been. Yeah. It was. Uh... But APAC is finished. The season standings are finished. And what I find to be the funniest thing is that Fusion and Third have a sub 500 win percentage. <laughs> third place a... in APAC. They're 11 and 13. Freaking APAC. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this region. All I know is that Soul Dynasty are good and Dragons hopefully will get their stuff together. But then, like, everything under those two, I'm like. Do, does any other team have a hope of like being good in this region? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like they're done. Like the season is done. Chengdu Hunters have suddenly just become a terrible team after they were like looking okay and then they just got booty bumped by everyone else. Spark have continuously been bad. The only team I think that can challenge Shanghai and Seoul is Guangzhou because Guangzhou haven't done anything recently to suggest that they're not good. Their only two losses this stage came to Dynasty and came to Hunters in what, the week one, I think, and it was in a five-map mm-hmm. set. Other than that, the charge have won four straight 
or maybe not four straight, but like have won against four of the other, you know, four of the all four of the remaining teams, including two, including three of three of the four teams above them. So if there was any, if there was ever a team in APAC that might be able to challenge Seoul, it might be charged. But Seoul, I think, are so far ahead of everyone else that maybe not. But this week proved. I mean, I don't know what they were doing with the profit Ana, but hey. I mean, I guess if you have nothing to lose, might as well try it, right? Yeah. <laughs> might as might as well try it for, you know, for APAC. It's kind of weird. And then, like, we look over the NA standings, and Gladiators have jumped Shock. Shock have a yeah, chance. Yeah, which, let's just put this into perspective this way. You have a team that up until, like, a couple of weeks ago, everyone was like, they might have a perfect regular season. And they've is now... now behind a team that didn't make one of the tournaments. Yeah, shock. I mean, they won two of the the splits, but shock or not, they they're having problems. I mean, this next week they have it easy. I mean, they play London hey. and they play hey. Paris. Offended. They play London. Par- they easy. play. They play the Paris each. No, they play Boston. Just kidding. What's the difference though? I mean, when you're the shock, Boston, Paris. What's the difference? But. Shock showing weakness going into a London game. What have London done this stage? They beat the Titans and the Eternal and then got 3-0 bopped by the Gladiators and Fuel. I don't know how I feel about that one. Gladiators Fuel right now versus Shock right now. It's it's it's. Uh, I I think London has a chance, but well, I mean, I don't, uh, not not to I reveal my pred yet, but so it's like. Most of NA is in is is locked up. The only thing not confirmed is obviously some like various Succeed. seating stuff because Boston, Florida, and Toronto all have remaining matches. So does London, Houston. So like Houston isn't moving. Houston is guaranteed four seed because they're so many points ahead of everyone else and below them. But yeah, it's that sixth seed between London and Defiant, between London and Toronto that it'll come down to this week. Justice doesn't have any yeah. matches. So if Florida is able to win one of their matches they can jump justice and take the eight seed if they win both of them then depending on what depending on what defiant does florida could actually jump defiant boston has no hope of moving it they're 10 yeah, seed london they just need one win london just needs to win one either spot, against right? new york or shock cuz then yeah defiant yeah. can only tie their point they're total they'll lose to new york and then beat shock I mean, Shock would have nothing to play for. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that this basement dweller, I'm so... Man. To Vancouver, you were so close. I feel like Vancouver and Valiant are in like a similar spot. Like a terrible start to the season, and suddenly you're like, oh, wait, there's some life, and then they just trip and fall. Right, yeah. at, they're right at the end. It's really tragic. Because it would have been so cool to have Titans there. I, they wouldn't have know, done anything. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't have, but it would have been fun. It would have been fun. You know? But no, right now, I think the Dallas Fuel have locked up the number one seed internationally because Gladiators are done with matches, and even though Shock can tie their point total, Fuel have a better match win percentage, which includes uh, tournament matches. Yeah. So the Shock cannot upseed the Fuel. The Shock, though, just need to win one match, and they'll jump the Gladiators and take the two seed back. So yeah. Shocker looking to at least w- to win one, if not both of their games, to take the two seed back. And I believe when I look back at the APEC. So if Shock win both of their games, they can actually take the two seed internationally because Dynasty is sitting at 25. 
So currently, internationally, I believe it goes Fuel, Dynasty, Gladiator, Shock. But if Shock win two, then they will jump over Dynasty and take the two seed internationally. But our top four is, is solidified. I don't think, yeah, the top four is not changing at all. Yeah. In fact, the top five isn't changing. The top, top six isn't changing at all. F- currently, Fuel, Dynasty, Fuel, Dynasty, Gladiators, Shock, Dragons, Outlaws are your top six, and those aren't changing because Rain are done with their matches and are three points behind the Outlaws. So, yeah. But Spitfire can jump the Rain. If they win both their matches, they will take the fifth seed in NA. So, there you go. There you go, Spitfire. There's your reason go, to. There's your reason to hope. Let's jump to some power rankings, our favorite. Don't we love power rankings? Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, I feel like after this week, we might be able to... Re- Do we remove both tier breaks under Dynasty or only one? Uh, well, well, when, I have a one tier break add or removal policy per week. Okay. And so let's remove one. Do we, do we think their map fives this week were flukes? Okay, actually, let's remove both. Yeah, I was like, I and, think uh, when you go to five against the worst team in your region, it doesn't look too good. Yeah, okay, I, I think you, I think we move hunters underneath dragons. Yeah. And I think fusion goes above hunters, but do you think they jump dragons? Not at this point. My question, after this week, do charge pass soul? No. I, I, I like I think Charge are doing great, but it's like when you take into account that Dynasty really didn't have a whole lot to like I they were doing weird things as well. I mean the Prophet yeah. Ana, like I don't imagine we see Prophet Ana again. Are you kidding me? Oh, I don't know. That's gonna be their playoff special. The Prophet's gonna come out on Kiriko. <laughs> <laughs> the Prophet Kiriko. <laughs> No, I yeah. think Dynasty is still above charge, but Dynasty charge dragons, fusion hunters, valiant spark. Even I mean, spark are just oh my goodness! I this team, if this team does anything, I will be very. I mean, pineapple came out swinging. I think yeah. that, that was like what the first time we saw pineapple. I think so. I remember I tuned into the match and I was like, "Wait, who's this guy? Where's Alpha E? <laughs> Where'd he go?" I like APAC. APAC is fine. All right. Yeah. North America. Keeps things interesting. Number so one. I think we re- remove the tier break between Dallas and Outlaws. And then Outlaws jump Dallas. Uh... No, you can't. There's no argument saying that that can't be done. I mean, they literally just, just beat them in a 3-1. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, I've said this before. But just because team no, A power beats ranks, team B power doesn't rankings mean that... are snapshots. Snapshots of time. Yeah, but okay, Outlaws Gladiators. Does Outlaws win that more than Fuel wins that? I feel like they no. probably both win those similar amounts. I think Outlaws is less consistent. Like even this week, I would say Outlaws going forward is going to be less consistent. I, yeah, I but think the meta Fuel changes. The better team. But I think even with meta changes like i i don't think you can account for those really but i i think you know just because outlaws have one week that they beat fuel but it's not that they just went to five it wasn't it was a three one yeah it was a three one and they also have beaten shock as well they beat a a shock team 
and then yeah, they three won the fuel. Isn't looking like I don't. Chalk I, there is no reasonable teams. argument for this snapshot power rankings in time to place fuel above outlaws, especially. I'll let you put outlaws on top by I. Yes, very much I 100% agree. Outlaws are going to blow it, so, like, but for right now. But I think for right now, Fuel is still the better team. Fuel are Just not because they team. lost doesn't mean... If this meta was played better. again, Outlaws would win again. I think Fuel would win. If you gave the Fuel and the Outlaws a week to prepare, if they, if they played next week... I'd pred Outlaws. With the same thing, I'd pred Fuel every time. I would pred Outlaws this time, because they've shown they can actually do it. They pulled out the Dante Zarya like I asked him to. Yeah, but I doubt the Fuel was expecting the Dante Zarya going into this week. I and mean, so the they, watched, knew, they watched Dante play Zarya literally the day before. Yeah, against who? Nobody? Paris. Exactly. Nobody? No. Outlaws, I think, would still be able to win it. Uh, anyways, I don't think that there's a tier break between Fuel and Glads, though. Um, no, I, I think there's n- no tier break separating anywhere in that top bunch because i think they're yeah all kind of, i think and i think there's like, a, a natural progression i think those top next. five teams are pretty i mean i think it's those top five teams and then a tier break i feel like yeah. outlaws through rain Ooh, yeah outlaws through rain i think belong there and then a tier break uh, and then we get into the weird zone so london didn't play any matches and then last week they got goose egged london's weird if Here's what I'm going to say about the Spitfire. If they insist to continuously play Hottie, I don't think it's going to go well for them. It's literally an off-tank meta, and they're choosing to play Hottie over Poco. Yeah. And it doesn't, like... And ah. I think the reason why is they always look... Their best moments are when Hottie's in. But with this meta... Especially with how, fa- how much it's developed, it's like if Hottie's in and all he's able to play is Winston, D.Va rolls Winston. Yeah. Which is interesting because you would think it would be the other way around. Where I think it's just because is, of Diva's damage buff. Because, yeah, she just no, moves. and and seriously, her damage buff is insane. Like that. Like there are a couple things in the game right now that I'm like, this is going to get nerfed. And and Diva's, Diva's damage, damage is, one of, those. is one of them. I think they're going. There's two choices they have they can either nerf her damage or nerf her defense matrix it'll probably damage though because her matrix it should be damaged it should be if they if they nerf the matrix and keep the damage i'll be pissed that'll be a little weird keep playing diva keep playing diva but but i'll be angry so yeah so this uh, these it's the spitfire engine because it's like if spitfire played justice or defiant i honestly wouldn't in confidence pick spitfire over those two because justice and defiant both are playing off tanks who are, but I mean, if Spitfire played Poco, they'd be fine, but they have not shown that they are willing to play Poco consistently. That being said, they have had a week off. They have had a week off. And I would hope that they've adjusted. And I'm hoping they've been scrimming and, and, you know, practicing with Poco. Yeah, because if I see Hottie in the starting lineup next week, I'm going to be like, uh-oh, Spitfire, better watch out. Yeah. Like, like, I think they'll still get their one win. I, well, I don't... It's not so much... Even if they don't get their one win, Defiant have to beat the Outlaws. And yeah. the Mayhem. I, I think yeah. it's more likely that Defiant aren't able to win, win out than it is for Spitfire to... Like, I think Spitfire are fine because Defiant, I don't think, are going to be able to win out. They're going to yeah. lose somewhere along the line. However, if Spitfire and Defiant played, I'd probably lean towards Defiant a little... Slightly? Maybe? Only because of I don't know if Spitfire will play Poco. I definitely would pick the Justice over the Spitfire, though. 
if I'm being honest. I think the Justice are a better team currently. Yeah. They've been playing quite well. I think Defiant and Spitfire are probably at about the same place. Mm-hmm. And then Boston, I think, is... Would we say Boston's in the same tier as those three, though? I mean... I mean, when they play against similar teams, they have similar results. So it's like when Boston played Washington Justice, it went to five. And I think Boston, slightly worse than them, but still in the same tier. They, All they right, aren't same tier. They aren't down with, like, NYXL, yeah. Titans, Mayhem, Eternal. So then with May, I think Mayhem, though, looked a little better this week. Mayhem's yeah, biggest... Yeah, I think they jumped Titans. I think they might even be able sure. to jump New York. My problem with, May- with Mayhem, my problem is they can't play D.Va to save their lives. Checkmate cannot play D.Va. If yeah. only they had a, an off-tank player. If only, right? If only. <laughs> so it's like, I think Mayhem, I think Mayhem would be able to... Uh, would they be able to take down Boston? I think they'd be able to take down Boston. I almost think Mayhem goes into that middle group. I'll hold off. Like, I would hold off. I'd hold off know, until they play. As... Yeah, I think give them a week. I mean, they've been looking pretty okay, but I still like... I mean, they went to five. They them. went to five against Rain. Yeah, but like... But they also went to five against Titans. Uh, wait, didn't they? Someone went to five yeah, against Titans. That shouldn't have. They went have. to five against Titans, I think. Like, yeah, Mayhem are a bit they weird. They play the week before. No, because the they they play that. next week. They play Defiant and Outlaws next week, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Florida go one and one. They and might. The week before that, they got three would by Boston, so it's. Oh like... yeah, that doesn't look too good. <laughs> yeah, so I I would I would hold off on moving them up. I think after this week, I think you, uh, do we? <clears throat> no, I don't think Titans. Go... Well, no, do we think Titans go into the Paris zone? After their abysmal uh, performance I would this get week, rid of the tier break. You think Paris is, deserves to be in the same tier as New York and Florida? No, I well, I think there's a progression down. I think New York and Titans are both bad. Because when you Titans and well, Eternal no, when bad. you look at New York's performance this stage, though, it actually hasn't been horrible. Like they got bopped by Rain, but they went to five against Glads. They went to five against Defiant. I they've they've true. kind of been punching up a little bit. Okay, let's let's move tier break up. Move the t- oh, it's Titans into the Eternal Zone. <laughs> I view it less like the Titans moving down and more and like more like the tier break is moving up. <laughs> they've been- it's kind of like I didn't fall into bronze silver. Bronze silver, bronze moved, silver up. moved up to me. Bronze <laughs> silver caught up to me. I didn't get worse. The tier, the bronze silver the, the set a higher standard. Just, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I I agree with these rankings though. I think you might, could make an argument that rain don't deserve to be with shock, but then again, rain yeah. had to get reverse swept in order to lose. My worry with shock though is that like yeah, they beat the rain, but they beat the rain playing their like their sigma comp, and I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah, like luckily they're not having to play like glads or fuel or outlaws in this next week, but like. They can't just force Sigma and expect to win, especially when we move into the postseason. Like they no, need Sigma's to f- good enough. I'm just kidding. Especially with I feel like Kirko and Sigma don't have the type of synergy. No, because so Kir- Kirko's Kirko like a meta, rush. You rush with Kirko. Sigma does not yeah. rush very well. Yeah, and and like yeah, Kirko's got a few options, but I don't feel like any of them are good Sigma stuff because her shots are like 
extremely hard to hit at range. Yeah, she's not. I mean, I guess you could poke and with so, her, but I feel like she's a mid-range poke. You'd play yeah. her with like a Reinhardt comp, or you'd play her with a. You could play her with an Orisa. I mean, I, yeah, I feel, I feel like, like she could be Reinhardt, both. Zarya, Orisa, um, Hog. Which, how fun would it be if they had a Hog meta? Well, we're going back to 2020 again. 2020 playoffs. Yeah, what what you do? You go, Kirko, Lucio, Hog, Hog Reaper, Reaper May. May. That sounds terrible. Gladiators would love that because Reiner would just be able to play Hog. <laughs> no, I, I hope uh, we don't get. I hope. We, I don't think it. I hope we don't get a Hog meta. Please no. So I'm happy. With I these don't power think rankings. it will, but. I'm happy with these power rankings. Not a whole lot will change next week unless Outlaws do their normal thing and like lose to Mayhem or uh, Defiant. Spitfire could move if they lose to Excelsior. They won't move if they lose to Shock because Shock's above them. Florida could move up depending on how they do. Same with Boston. All that's really determined this week is seeding for play-ins and then that final play-in spot between London and Toronto. So... It's the final week, the final week of stuff. So I think now it's time for some, some preds. I forgot to change which week it was in the power rankings. Ignore that. Oh, so yikes. first, APAC is obviously having their plans, which is all of two games. <laughs> are, are we both in agreement that Charge is probably just going to waltz on through this? Yeah. Like, I, if, if Charge don't just waltz on through this, I'll be a little concerned. I mean, yeah, hunters, hunters or spark could just show up, but like on paper coming into this charge well, should be able to walk over them. That's the thing about APAC is it's like, you never know what teams you're actually going to see. Like the teams that they've been playing as, or the teams that they decide to pull out in playoffs. And so like, it'll be interesting. I it, like, it should be the charge with the way things have yeah. been going, but I, I wouldn't put money on it. Well, like, luckily, <laughs> it is the same meta that Countdown Cut was played on. So it's like, yeah. we're not going to see anything weird. So Charge we shouldn't, shouldn't, see, anything we shouldn't see anything weird. But then again, it's the Chengdu Hunters yeah, say, that we're careful. talking about. There's Chengdu, Chengdu Hunters in an elimination match. They might go weird. Roadhog? I'm just kidding. The Gaga Roadhog or the Dizey? I don't think so. <laughs> the Bernard Roadhog? Nah, we see the Piggy Roadhog, you know? So charge, charge should make that out. I'm not really, you know, that, that happens this weekend. But now there are eight remaining matches in the regular season for North America. Eight. And I'm up two and, for the and, year. And Brett is sitting up two preds on me. So I am going to have to go a little funky on some of these preds. Not necessarily because I believe they'll actually happen, but because I need to gain lost ground. So this is going to be interesting. So... We're going to just do all eight because there's only eight. This weekend, I feel like might go fast with matches just because there's only eight. So here we go. The first opening match of the week, New York Excelsior versus London Spitfire. Bet you can't guess why I'm going for London Spitfire. What I feel like this one would come down to is if New York feels like they have anything to play for. Yeah. Because they don't in terms of seeding. Like, they're out. But if they feel like they want to play, try and play spoiler or they want to try and hold roster spots, because, I mean, that's what they've been doing. I mean, they've been out of playing contention for a few weeks now. And, I mean, they took Gladiators to five. Now, granted, yeah. were Gladiators trying? Regardless, it's the Gladiators. 
Yeah. So it's like if Yaki has a Yaki moment again, London Spitfire don't have a Kevster. Exactly. And I think if London hasn't figured out kind of their tank situation stuff, this game is scary. Like this game. Because I need to make ground, I'm going to go with the New York Pred off of the basis that I. London may just run hottie and Yaki may just be like, screw your team. I'm going to win. Yeah. And if it were the last tournament cycle, I, that would be a crazy pred. But with the way these two teams have been looking right now, yeah, with, when, when it's this like, has the potential to be a really close When game. all we have of London is losing a map to Titans and Paris and then getting rolled by Gladiators and Fuel, you're like, oh, are they good? A lot of people don't think they're good. I mean, I'm pretty sure Avast has them like second to last. Yeah. So that's my first different pred, which this I feel like if Yaki shows up, London could be in for a long game. Yeah. Because they don't have a Happy or a Kevster to try and combat him like Glad's did. They have Sparker. But more importantly, they have Backbone. Backbone, <laughs> Backbone Genji, going to carry. All Backbone's right. going to get player of the match. Next game. Oh, this game is a snooze fest. Even I'm not crazy enough to... Pr- Paris Eternal <laughs> versus San Francisco Shock. I know, shock. you sure you don't want to pred Paris? <laughs> no, Shock. Oh, man. I hope that, shock sh- take it. I hope that Shock just clean this up quick so we can get this yeah. dumpster fire of a game off of I our think screens. Worst case scenario for Shock, they lose a match. They lose a match. Watch them go to five. Yeah. <laughs> if they go to five, they'll still win it. So it'll be fine. But that, that would be they'll... so funny if they went to five. All five right. Preds. Now the next one. This one actually has implications for seeding. Florida Mayhem, Toronto Defiant. This one actually is a good game even despite other things because Defiant are the definition of mid and Mayhem yeah. are trying to get some higher seeding. Um, I don't know. I mean, Florida, Florida have the crux. Like, they, they can't play D.Va. But I don't... I, Toronto isn't... Have they been playing a lot of D.Va? I don't remember. No, they were playing Zarya, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. They were doing like the Zarya Sombra stuff with Hisu, but then again, if this Lucio Bap comp is the one is what's going on, you're putting Chorong on Lucio and you got a Twilight Bap. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Florida here, just because I feel like Florida has the potential to show up when you know, in in, in games that matter, mm-hmm. you know? And and they don't win all the games that matter, but like you look at the way they've looked in, in the last couple playoffs, like they always seem to like win a few more that, than they should. And I think especially against a close team like this, this close to playoffs with, with, you know, seating on the line. I think if there was a chance for Florida to like show up and win a match, I think this is going to be it. And I, I think so because of that, I think Florida's Florida. Yeah. My choice. And I, and I don't think like, I think what it's going to come down to is tank play because if it's the Zarya meta, Hotba's a better Zarya than someone because someone is having to flex between everything. And yeah. then it would come down to like Hisu versus Hydron, which I feel like is a fairly even matchup if they're both feeling themselves. But then it checkmate versus probably although, but I guess it depends on if Defiant decides they want to go Tracer if they want to go Genji. Although the Defiant backline is kind of crazy. I mm-hmm. want to give it to Defiant because I feel like Defiant. I think if if London loses to New York early in the day, the day Defiant are gonna have a whole are gonna have a reason to really play their hearts out in this game because then they'll be like, oh, we still have a shot 
at that six seed. So I'm going to pred Defiant, but it should be I, this should go to five unless one team, unless Defiant just put on their mid pants and lose horrendously yeah. and then show up or later. Or if Florida just doesn't show up like they if they just misread so. things yeah i don't know yeah. all right next one shock versus spitfire how high are you on the spitfire goop not that high yeah. I, I i've gotta go spit i mean uh shock for this one i, I, I think uh, so as well i think if shock are still like uh, there is a world where london wins and just because i'm predding shock probably means they will win and so that's kind of my hope well hope and what's I funny is it, if but... if new york if they beat new york london actually has nothing literally nothing to literally nothing to play for so i feel like well, this would they, be... they have the momentum of coming off a win from the shock going into playoffs two weeks later the two-week yeah. momentum carry I mean, but it it does a lot to mental. Like if, does, if your does. last game of the season is a win against the top team, the top team, like, yeah, that's huge for the for for the mental. And I think, you know, if Shock are trying to force like Sigma comps and London is Just plays Ryan, <laughs> I mean, maybe Ryan can <laughs> like, roll I, with I Sigma. Think, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, or if they're playing Poco and you know they've kind of figured out their their yeah. jam and stuff like i think there there are a few scenarios where london wins this but i i think shock will have their stuff figured out shock may be trying to play for that higher seating i would imagine yeah. so they probably well, and plus it's the last game of the season that was supposed to be their perfect season like i i i think you think they're better? That alone will be enough. <laughs> I mean, they might be. I would be. I <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's why they've they've lost so many recently. Is just the fact that like yeah, they're upset. But I think they should be able to. They should be drive able to that it. into a win. All right. Second after the matinee game of Saturday, New York Excelsior versus Boston Uprising. This one is interesting because Bo- neither of these teams have anything to play for. Yeah. Boston can't move in seating, and New York has already been... Like, New York can't even play spoiler here. Like, New York doesn't even have a reason to play this game. Other than pride. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think New York will win this. I think... I, I, I want to agree like with you, yeah. Recently. I, I think Boston has some, you know, some real power behind it, but I think New York... I mean, Yaki on a good day is just insane and i think boston doesn't really have anything to no like i feel like new york new york on their high points are higher than much higher than boston boston's not taking gladiators to five yeah and so i think like it should be a new york win but it could go either way and if it goes either way it doesn't really affect anybody all right also uh before we go forward i want one last note on the shock game Okay. Okay. If Shock loses to London this week, that'd be awesome. Proper, proper doesn't deserve MVP. We can have rookie a... of the year. Yes, rookie of the year. Yes, no MVP. I mean, I'm already thinking he's kind of. I mean, we'll, we'll we can talk about that next week. We'll talk about it later. All right. But final game Saturday: Florida idea. Mayhem, Houston Outlaws. I mean, if the Outlaws play like they just <laughs> did, uh, Florida, good luck, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, it, 
I mean, it would be an Outlaws thing to lose this game. They also have no reason to play. So honestly, they could Doge could come and play this game. But it's like, do the Outlaws want to just carry momentum? Because, I mean, if they want momentum, they could pound you know, Mayhem and Defiant into the ground. I'm beating you in Preds for the year. You're going to go with the Mayhem? I'll, I'll give you the opportunity. No way. By betting Florida. Because oh, I think... I think it would be glorious if if the thing that like drove the nail in the coffin for me beating you this was year against was the Houston losing to Mayhem. Like <laughs> like how just tragic would that be for you? And so uh All right. Yeah, I, I'm putting Predding, Predding, Florida. Fair enough. All right, then Paris Eternal Boston Uprising. <laughs> My goodness, this is a sad game. I mean do you Boston think, do you think, do you think Paris, you think Paris can come out on a win? You think they can end their season on a win, double their win total? I mean, a couple weeks ago, Boston beat out Florida. Or was it Florida? Yeah, I think it was. Like, Boston Boston isn't like... No, they're not a bad team. I'm just terrible saying... Terrible right now. I'm just saying at this state in time, you think Paris, like, oh, we need no a way. win. No way. I don't... I think you're right. I think you're right. No way. <laughs> This could this Sorry. has this has the potential to be a really bad game though. <laughs> if Boston played down to their competition, this has the this has the chance to be a really bad game. Yeah. All I right. my guess it goes to 5 Boston wins. Saying, yeah. All right, and then the final game of the regular season, which depending on how some other games before it go could actually mean something. Maybe it would require a lot to go right for the Defiant, but Defiant theoretically could be coming into this game against the Outlaws fighting for the number six seed. So. Yeah, true. Um, but I'm sticking to my guns. I think the Outlaws win it. I think they Okay, yeah. so right now, how many different Preds do we have? We have three. We have three different ones going going into this. Okay, then I'll agree with you. <laughs> if if we had an even number, I wanted to make sure there's no way we can. There's tie. no way we can tie. I think Houston wins this. No, watch I, watch one I'll of the ones. I'll against Houston once, but I'm not going to do it Watch the Outlaws Mayhem game go to like six or seven maps, and it goes like super drawn out, like the closest you can get to a draw in the Overwatch League. <laughs> oh man, that's the dream. Um, yeah, I, I think it goes to Houston. I think the, the more team, so it's like so we've got fun. we've got three different matches that we're putting. So we're split on New York Spit on New York London. We're split on uh Mayhem Defiant, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're split on Mayhem Defiant. I went Defiant and then oh, we're Mayhem. split on Outlaws Mayhem simply. Well, I put in Mayhem going twice. 2-0 this week. What the heck is wrong with You me? have Mayhem jumping into the which seed would that be? They would jump into You have Mayhem jumping into the 8th seed. Potentially the 7th seed if Defiant go out just go winless. <laughs> which I also have predit, so What? I I've predit against the Defiant. Oh yeah, you matches. you have predit yeah. you have predit Mayhem to so I've jump. I've predit Mayhem jumping Toronto. And Washington. Yeah. We, you have I'll Mayhem. Stand by it. You have I Mayhem jumping into the, seven, the seventh seed. I mean, because that would be fun. Think about this. Mayhem knocked out my London last tournament, <laughs> which means they're like a top tier team. That's funny. Although, I mean, you literally only predated them against the Outlaws out of spite almost. 
No, it was uh, it was out of dedication to Florida. But it wasn't a pred out of you genuinely think the mayhem will win. It's like you want to make no, sure no, that I, we're not I, tied. No, I, I think I think Florida's the better team. Let me look at our power rankings. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, the, the <laughs> best, best, best team 2022. Let me look at our power Sponsored rankings. Sponsored by Florida. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that checks out. Florida Mayhem down there in, uh, what is that, like 10th place? <laughs> yeah, but if you flip it upside down, they're pretty close to the top. Fourth. Uh, yeah. Outlaws are dead last. Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah. London are middle of the pack. Wait a minute. Are London like... London are exactly mid that's tragic they are seven out of that's 13. okay I'll, I'll be the one laughing when they win the whole thing yeah, good good luck with that good luck with that so ahead of us this week we have plans for eight pack in the final regular season matches for na uh so next week there may not be a whole lot to talk about other than the fact that we will know where we stand with preds we'll probably do some mvp conversations depending on how things go with matches I'll and give you guys an update on uh, how high I've climbed in ranked. Out of bronze? I mean, I'm already out of out of bronze. I'm in silver. Sure you I'm are. Silver player. Sure silver. you are. Yeah. Silver three over here. Yeah, baby. <laughs> silver three roadhog player or something. Yeah, right. No, My no. I, I, I play characters of class. You play, you play honest Overwatch? Honest Overwatch. Not Roadhog. I play uh, Reinhardt. And yeah. Diva Honest and Overwatch. And actually, like, every tank except Doomfist. You play Ball? And Wrecking Ball. I was and like, you play Ball? <laughs> That's three no, of I, the tanks. Yeah, those those three don't count. No, I, I haven't touched Zarya because I don't like playing as Zarya. I, I know Zarya. she's good. And I've gotten her in, like, a few of the arcade games I've played. And it's like she feels really good right now, but I've I've just never played much Zarya. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we hope you all enjoy this final week of regular season matches and play-ins. We'll catch you all next week to recap the action. We'll Bye. see. Bye.